Whenever I have a land deal or custom home on acreage, I call her to make sure I'm not missing anything. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Think about this. If you speak Spanish fluently, wouldn't it be a great market to target? If I did, I would hook up with a Spanish-speaking lender and market like nobody's business. I suggested this to a fellow realtor in my area, and he hadn't heeded my advice. I wish he would, as I know he would be prosperous for him. Your niche can help define you and attract clients because you specialize in exactly what they are looking for. If you just sound like everyone else, they'd probably overlook you. It doesn't mean that you won't get clients outside your niche. Some agents worry that if they specialize too much or have too much of a specific niche, it will harm them. I totally disagree on that notion. How about if you live in an area with a lot of condos? I know of an agent who rules the high-rise condo market in San Diego. He calls himself the condo king, and he's killing it. If you're selling a condo, you're selling it through him. He knows what each condo development allows or doesn't allow, how many dogs you can have, or if you can have any dogs at all. He knows what the association fees are and if your condo has to be owner-occupied or if it can be a rental. Thinking as a consumer, isn't he the guy you'd go to if you wanted to buy a condo in San Diego? Through his marketing, he tells you that he knows everything you need to know about the condos in the area. What is your niche? Be as specific as you possibly can. Be neighborhood specific, not city specific. Think of specific types of homes and specific types of clients. I know it seems counterintuitive, but with a smaller, tighter net, you'll catch a lot more fish. Start out small and you'll begin to dominate that niche and then you can expand it. Start by being super laser focused, committed and consistent about your marketing efforts in that specific niche. At first, I worked to become really well known in two neighborhoods, Deer Ridge and Shadow Lakes. Very quickly, after having success in those two neighborhoods, I expanded into my entire town, Brentwood. But I didn't add to my farm until I had completely dominated each area, saturated it consistently, and made myself known, what I call location domination. Then I replicated this into other areas, and so on and so on. Stay ahead of the trends. What I'm going to say next may sound contradictory to the last section. Bear with me. Creating your niche is critical to your success, but don't be swimming upstream in the market. Get ahead of the market by knowing what's coming down the pike. What do I mean by that? Let me tell you my own story. Even in the beginning of my career, I always researched market trends. I tried to anticipate, based upon data and analytics, how the real estate market would be affected in the future. In the years 2005 to 2007, we had fantastic seller's market. Suddenly, I realized that home prices were increasing too fast. Common sense told me that something was going to happen. It is impossible for a house in one month on the same street and same model match to go from 400000 to 475000 But this was happening. I figured something had to break. I started researching banks. 
I figured out people would soon start losing their homes. I knew we were going to have a problem. I started contacting banks, traveling the country, and going to bankers association conferences. By the time the real estate market completely crashed in 2008, I had already started going to banking foreclosure conferences and establishing relationships with banks and asset managers. By being proactive, thinking ahead, educating myself, and doing my research, I landed over 13 banks and asset management companies and helped them sell their foreclosures. Looking back, I would never want to do that kind of business again. It was sad and depressing, but at that time, it was survival. Many agents lost their homes, careers, and disappeared until the market got easy again a few years ago. By the time the market totally crashed, I was already working with 13 different banks selling their foreclosures. By then, it was almost too late for anyone else to get in, make the connections, and have the expertise they needed to sell the foreclosures. From 2008 to 2014, my focus was foreclosures and short sales. I kept my finger on the pulse of the market. By 2014, values were getting closer to where values had been previously. I could see the foreclosures lessening and the asset management companies selling off their portfolios to larger banks. It seemed like we'd have a more traditional market within 6 to 12 months. People were going to have more equity in their homes. So, it was time for me to reposition myself from a foreclosure and sort sale specialist to an area specialist in high-end properties. I headed to a course called the Institute for Luxury Home Marketing. I started to brand myself and my properties as if each listing I took, whether it was $400,000 or a $700,000 listing, was a million-dollar listing. I mass-marketed everywhere, social media, mailers, online, Google. All of my materials looked like million-dollar listings. People started noticing. This person, she's doing something different. She's sending out four-colored, four-page brochures. She's creating full-blown virtual property tours and social media ads. None of this happened by accident. I paid attention and educated myself on what factors affects the market. I used common sense to anticipate what was going to happen. Then I positioned myself to respond to what was happening before most agents in the market even realized it was changing. I know some agents in my area who were lucky enough and fell into the foreclosure market using the connections of relatives and friends. They also did well during that period. However, they didn't anticipate the market and get the real expertise they needed. They didn't anticipate the return of a more traditional market. So they didn't reposition themselves and go for the expertise they'd need in a new market. Most of them are gone entirely or doing less than half the business I'm doing. The difference is anticipation and preparation. In the business world, we have a famous example of business giants that did not anticipate and prepare, IBM. IBM actually started in the 1880s and grew to be the leader in the new industry of computers. It became a huge organization with a conservative business model that couldn't or didn't shift direction swiftly enough. IBM researchers actually developed many of the technologies we see today. However, they did not anticipate how these technologies would completely change the landscape of their industry. Are you wanting a kickstart on your business and you want to learn how to be the go-to professional in your industry? Well, guess what? I've got a challenge for you. It's five days of coaching. It's brand new. Just go to kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. That's kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. And you'll get a training with me for five straight days. That's going to help kickstart you as the go-to professional in your industry. So sign up and I'll see you there. In the 1990s, the popularity of PCs and client servers completely undermined IBM's core mainframe business. 
It was called the PC Revolution, as millions of people bought computers for personal and small business use. Next came the client-server revolution, which allowed all of those personal computers to become linked. Though IBM had access to that technology, it didn't see what was coming and didn't capitalize on it. IBM almost went under, and it took a painful reorganization for the company to survive. As you create your business, stay flexible. Educate yourself about the market. What's happening? How is the absorption rate trending? What's going on in the community, locally? What's happening nationally? How does that affect the seller? How does that affect the buyer? How does that affect what's happening now and what could possibly happen later? How can your business remain responsive to all of that? Use technology for efficiency and impact. I could not do all of this without automating a lot of my processes. Let me tell you about a couple of technologies that are really helpful. For example, I use Realvolve, my client relationship management, CRM platform. You can research other CRMs out there and figure out which is best for you. Personally, I use Realvolve because it is so easy to use, has all the features I love, and is cost effective. I have a number of people working with me and each one has certain tasks to do. We have specific protocols for everything we do and we've loaded Realvolve with our processes so it can track our activity and generate checklists to keep us on point. Everything is task driven and we're very systematic about what specific activities happen during each phase of every marketing campaign, listing appointment, or transaction. For example, in a transaction we have the marketing phase, the escrow phase, and the closing phase. Once we plug the start dates of an individual phase, Realvolve uses that date to create start dates and deadlines for each activity based on the standard process we've created for that phase. Whether it's calls to be made or forms to be completed, Realvolve tracks the task and who is assigned to each task. Transaction checklists are generated with deadlines. Reminders go out via text message and email to the team and even the client a few days before the task's deadline. When a task is completed, Realvolve records it. The paperwork of each transaction is also stored with Realvolve for easy access. Let me run you through one of our lead generation processes to show you how we work. It starts when we set up a social media campaign using Facebook ads. I create a video that lead potential sellers to a landing page that has home evaluation software. When someone goes to that page and fills out the form to receive an automatic valuation, we capture their information and it goes directly into Realvolve. Buyer inquiries from Zillow or my website also go directly into Realvolve. All of these are now valid buyer and seller leads. Realvolve allows us to tag each contact in a way that will immediately set up the lead as an active buyer or seller. Then a campaign is set up for that person so we can set it and forget it. We also have texting features. If a potential buyer inquires about a specific property, the text message gives the URL for the property's website. It also captures their contact information so I or someone from my office can quickly follow up with the call. We also email a property brochure and a home buyer's guide to them. They are offered the chance to opt in to my buyer's campaign and informational video emails. Within a few minutes of contacting us, a potential buyer is given valuable information automatically. If it's a seller lead, the same sort of process happens. We send seller tips, videos, and brochures to make sure we give them as much value as possible. When we receive an inquiry from a seller or someone requests evaluation, or if we are contacted through my website, Zillow, or any other website, Realvolve sends his or her contact information directly to me so I can follow up immediately with a call. We all know that the first to respond is usually the one who gets the listing. A person in my office is notified to hand deliver a CMA, current market analysis, to that potential seller, and we also email the CMA. 
Then my staff is reminded in Revolve to send a card two days after the first inquiry saying, hey, thank you for your interest. Be sure to check out your email for some valuable information. We also dropped it off on the porch. We then follow up with a video email. These campaigns are set it and forget it, programs with information the buyer or seller can really use. They're customized by Realvolve, so they're excellent and look great. They're not like the standard campaign most agents use. Our campaigns focus on the needs of the buyer or seller, not on, wow, look at how great I am. Once the buyer or seller sets up an appointment, Realvolve, we're going to say RV from now on, creates a schedule on all the tasks for that next phase. When a buyer lead sets up an appointment, RV spends them a copy of the buyer's guide if they haven't received one yet. Our buyer's agents are given the specs of what kind of home the buyer is interested in so they can start sending information on homes that match their interests. Our agents call the buyer and put them in touch with one of the lenders so that they can be pre-approved and pre-qualified. We send out videos on do's and don'ts for buyers. We give them in-depth information about the area from nearby amenities to tax rates. We also explain to them we work differently than other buyer's agents and we show them why. When a seller makes an appointment, my assistant drops off a brochure that talks about all that I do and what makes me different. Just dropping off that brochure before an appointment makes me look 100% better than anyone else. Consciously or unconsciously, the seller is thinking, wow, she went out of her way to do this. She is on top of things. They can tell that this is the way I run my entire business. The day before the appointment, RV also sends them a video of my listing presentation. I introduce it by saying, here's my listing presentation. Please take a look at this before our meeting because it shows you a lot about what I am and what I have to offer about my marketing and techniques. My goal is to add as much value as I can to you. I want to be respectful of your time. This video will also prepare you so you know what questions you'll want to ask me. This saves me so much time at the appointment. The seller is prepared with really good questions and I'm not spending time selling my marketing plan because they have already seen it through the video. I also let them know that my marketing approach is constantly being updated and changed and that every home is marketed differently based upon its unique qualities. I also let them know that the actual marketing process is way more extensive than this video or I could truly ever show. Before the appointment, I think of all the materials I'll need for the meeting, like tax roll, current market analysis, neighborhood information, etc. All of this goes into Evernote, which feeds directly into Realvolve and is loaded into my iPad so I can refer to it during the appointment. I also load my listings checklist on my iPad. With this checklist, all I have to do is check off items and make notes from questions I asked during the appointment. For example, why are you moving? How much do you owe? This information automatically goes into Google Docs under the seller's name. The seller's checklist also includes items such as call carpet cleaner for estimate or send referrals for window cleaners. It's already pre-written with little check boxes. As soon as the information is in Evernote, my staff can see and know what they have to do after my appointment. And again, this is automatically all fed into Realvolve, which also reminds us to send out a thank you card for meeting with me. I also put a comment in Evernote so the card is personalized to the client directly. Once we have a listing, we move the seller's file into the pre-marketing phase. RV sends out the seller homework to prepare the seller for the marketing specialist so the meeting is productive. A copy of our seller's homework is in the resource section. We then notify our stagers to make an appointment with the seller. All appointments are put in the calendar on RV so it automatically will send an email and text message reminder of the times and dates of the appointments. Are you wanting a kickstart on your business and you want to learn how to be the go-to professional in your industry? Well, guess what? 
I've got a challenge for you. It's five days of coaching. It's brand new. Just go to kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. That's kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. And you'll get a training with me for five straight days. That's going to help kickstart you as the go-to professional in your industry. So sign up and I'll see you there. We capture the date when the stager will do the actual staging so we can automatically schedule pictures, video, and marketing appointments. In the next phase, when the house is being actively marketed, we have specific protocols about how and when various marketing materials go out. I talk about this in detail in Chapter 3. Each staff member has certain tasks during the marketing phase and RV sends out reminders to us all. One thing I want to point out here is that we shift our protocols to be responsive to the market right now we're in a seller's market so we can set up an offer deadline date to encourage buyers to move quickly obviously we wouldn't do this if it's a buyer's market you need to stay flexible and tweak each phase so it makes sense with market conditions i talk about what's happening next in the transaction phase in detail in chapter three the important thing to note here is that anything you do can be made simpler and more efficient by good use of technology It keeps the team or solo agent organized, informed, and able to retrieve information quickly. Rather than you reminding everybody about deadlines, your CRM can send out texts to your clients and team and say, contingency due in three days, or update Zillow ad. Any reminders for appointments, anything and everything, go through RV, because everything is run through our CRM. If someone gets sick or if someone's on vacation, someone else can step in and know exactly what's been done and what needs to go and be done next. The technology helps us to make sure that nothing drops through the cracks. I also save time by using a company called Corefact. By using Corefact, all of my marketing materials are set up in templates. I have five or six different templates of my brochure. The template is branded and professional, so all my team has to do is go in and tweak information. I don't have to recreate a new piece every time. For example, I have just sold templates, one for sending electronically and one for snail mail postcards. When we're ready to send one out, my team just goes into Corefact and fills in information about the house that was sold. Then they're automatically sent out to my various lists. I didn't always do it that way, but now that I'm busier, it's worth it for me to spend a little extra money on this technology. I can spend a little bit more money to make a lot more. RV retains all information about prospective buyers and sellers as well as current and past clients. It keeps track of our interactions with them and personal information like birthdays, anniversaries, and the anniversary of the sale of the purchase of their home. So we can send out cards for that too. We also drop off a CMA every six months letting them know their house value. By the way, people love this. Whenever I pull up a file, I have all the information on that person and our dealings at my fingertips. By the way, here's how I do a standard email video to be efficient. I make a really good, upbeat, generic happy birthday video. Then when our serum sends it out, the email subject line itself says, Hi, John Doe. I just wanted to make sure I caught you on your special day. They click on the video and it's like a continuation of the greeting. So even though it's generic, it feels personal. One issue that I'm having right now is that my business is booming. Great problem to have, right? We're on track to close 200 transactions this year, which means I have zero time to make personal phone calls to keep in touch with past clients. The videos allow me to keep connected and to show that I care about them and what is happening in their lives. They tell me that they see me so often in my videos that they hardly notice that I have not called. RV interfaces with another technology I use, BombBomb. BombBomb sims out all of my video emails and tracks their open rates. It also has a feature that auto-detects the recipient's devices and connection speeds. Then it sends the optimal video format to them. Once you set it up, it's another set it and forget it type of thing. 
The best thing is that BombBomb Now has an advanced option to ensure you don't miss anything. It's super easy and mobile phone compatible, which makes it convenient and ensures you'll use it. You need to be tracking the traffic and effectiveness of your posts and emails. For example, if you send 100 emails, how many are really getting the word out? Say 10 of them bounce back for bad addresses, 90 get delivered, and 10 of those are opened. Then how many of those people take the next step? Your CRM should be able to tell you so you can tweak what you're doing to get better open conversion rates. Our CRM is very specific and can tell us the exact demographics, gender, age range, location of who is opening and clicking through. This helps us focus on the correct target market for a particular property. One note about email. Be careful about becoming identified as a spammer. If you blast out too many emails, Google takes notice. We always try to get contacts on our list to opt in, especially to our video market updates. You can access other reports that will tell you how effective your ads and posts are. For example, we're on a program with Zillow where we can go in and optimize our listings on the site. Zillow has all sorts of classes and programs you can use and take to get the most out of how to use Zillow. We then get analytics from Zillow that tells us how much more effective our ads are than others in terms of numbers of opens and clicks through. We can use this to show our sellers, hey, your ad got 87% more traffic than the other homes similar to yours. With the analytics, we can tell if we need to change something or to get more traffic, maybe by using different photos or tweaking the wording. We can also see when a home is getting a lot of online traffic, but is sitting on the market too long with few showings. This typically means it's priced too high. When we show our clients this data, they are more comfortable agreeing to a price reduction. Another software we use is Agent Marketing. With Agent Marketing, you input all information on a specific home and automatically kicks out a Craigslist ad, an e-flyer, or any piece you, you set up. You can also input an address and it will produce a wealth of data around like schools, location of golf courses, parks, restaurants, shopping, etc. Just about anything a buyer would want to know. We use all of this in our marketing pieces and we show this to our sellers so they know what we are doing on their behalf. For the contracts and documents of a transaction, we use RV and combined DocuSign, which allows us to do digital signatures. The software allows us to put everything on a CD very easily at the end of the transaction. So the file is all in one easy to access place. Again, the point is to train yourself to think what technology is available to make each process better, smoother, more innovative, and easier. Hey, I hope you like what you're hearing. So right now you're actually listening to my book. We're giving you parts of our book each and every episode. So stay tuned for the next episode on Tuesday, Thursday, or Sunday, where we release more parts of our book, Sell 100 Homes or the Ultimate Digital Marketing Playbook. Thanks for being here. Appreciate your time and uh, stay tuned for more.